right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick, with me always is my co-host, Sean the Irishman King. <laughs> hey, what's up everybody? I feel like I had to yell too, because you were yelling a lot. I'm so fucking pumped right now, that's why I'm yelling, dude. We finally are here, we made it to the end game, this is it. That's what we're talking about here. I mean, what else would we be talking about, right? Fucking Avengers Endgame hit theaters over the weekend. We saw it opening night, at least here in America. Woo! <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Woo, buddy. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Oh, I've been ready for so long, dude. All right. Jumping right into this. First of all, this was a hell of a movie. This was this was a lot of movie. Like it was. They accomplished a shit ton of It was three, three hours. hours. Yep. The longest MCU movie we've had thus far. It was three hours and two minutes to be exact. I don't know if the runtime includes the credits or if it doesn't include the credits. I don't think it does. Yeah, I have no idea. But it was three hours and they fucking used that three hours. I remember after like the first twenty minutes looking at my clock and being like Holy shit, it's only been like 20 minutes <laughs> and already so much. So let, let's start with this. Give me... Actually, you know what? Well, let's start with this. This, not just on scale, but just in general, has been the biggest MCU movie thus far. Opening weekend, the biggest opening weekend of any movie, one2 billion dollars in its opening weekend fucking crazy yeah i mean crushing i mean people numbers. are anticipating it to be though yeah everybody was I, talking about it. just i mean just by the pre-sales alone yeah i don't think even i don't think anybody expects it to be this quite this big so the initial predictions or projections rather were that domestically it'll make between 260 to 300 million dollars domestically it made 350 million dollars and they were expecting worldwide for it to do about, I think they said about six hundred million, and it did one point two billion. You can't say it's gonna do one point two billion. Nobody's gonna be that cocky, dude. I, yeah, I know, but still, like those numbers are crazy. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about this movie too. I know so many people that have also seen this movie like already, like yeah. people that are not even huge comic book fans, not even huge Marvel fans have gone and see this movie just because it's like one of the biggest movies. Dude, you had to, you had to, there was no way you couldn't, because if you didn't like by the end of the weekend, it was spoiled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you had to go see it opening weekend or else you would, you'd be out of the loop. That's all people have been talking about. And I've seen a lot of posts and stuff on like social media. It was Avengers Endgame. And it was the latest episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, everybody kept talking about like, it. Like, that was it, dude. That's all the internet was all weekend long was Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones. Crazy, man. <laughs> Crazy. And I don't watch Game of Thrones, but apparently there's two Stark characters. 
like they have their own Stark character in Game of Thrones because I keep seeing memes with both of them in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I keep seeing the one where they're comparing. I don't watch Game of Thrones either. I plan on watching it, but I, I guess the main villain is, uh, I forgot his name, but they keep comparing him to Thanos and saying who's the better villain. And so far from what I've seen, there's a very strong consensus of Thanos. <laughs> so there we are. There's they Somebody did like this cool fan art of the two of them and they both have like their swords and stuff but anyway we're not here to talk about game of thrones we're here to talk about avengers in game so give me your initial impressions like walking out so we went to see this together on thursday night right we sat in three hours in the theater man we were there to almost 3 a.m what were your initial impressions walking out of the theater? Because we try very hard not to say anything. For anybody that doesn't know, well, obviously they wouldn't know. Here's a, here's a little behind the scenes of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. Fairly often, me and Sean go and see some of these movies together. And whenever we walk out of the theater, we say absolutely nothing <laughs> to each other. Nothing at all. We just we just walk to our vehicle and go home and say nothing because we just try to save it for the podcast. We try not to talk about it too much because we don't want it to be stale when we when we get here, right? We want it to be fresh. We want it to seem real. We want it to seem like it's the first time we're talking about it, not something rehearsed or we've gone over before. So we we try very hard not to talk about this movie, but we did a little just bit because it was we, we just couldn't hold it in. So, but give me your initial impressions of All this right. movie. Walking My out initial of impressions walking out. Um, ah, it was so good. It, uh, I loved all the like little nods to like the previous movies, all the little nods, to the comic books. I mean, the, this movie was just chock full of Easter eggs. And I, I feel like I picked up on a good chunk of them. I've looked at, we both have since there's ones I definitely miss, but like a good chunk of them I did pick up and like, like I was sitting there just smiling. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to jump ahead of different scenes, but like, uh, Captain America picking up the hammer. I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Seeing a Hulk hold the freaking uh, building up, yeah. not crushing the Avengers. I was like, oh my God, that's straight out of the comic book. Yeah. That's just like the, I was going in crazy it for it. Pretty fucking great, man. Um, I definitely remember like halfway through the movie thinking to myself, is this movie better than Infinity War? I had that exact same thought, exactly the same. Halfway through, I was like, so I I thought the movie was fucking great. It is not perfect. It is not no. a perfect movie by any 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 means. What this movie has going for it, I think, is the fan service, right? The if you've sat through all 22 of these movies cuz this was the 23rd. If you was it or was it the 22nd? I think this was the 23rd. Was, sure. Yeah, I think it was the 23rd. If you sat through all 22 of those previous movies, if you were there since the beginning, since 2008 with Iron Man 1, this movie fucking shows its appreciation to you. Like, 100%. You get it. You know what I mean? Like, the nostalgia in this movie is so rewarding for real fans of these series. Not to say that, like, People who only saw like the last three movies can't go in and enjoy this, but it's so much more rewarding when you've seen all of them, when you can catch all of those callbacks, when you know like that was in that movie, that was in that movie, that was in that one. Like even if you don't read the comic books, just being able to go back and be like, 
man, I remember that from Iron Man 2. I remember that from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I remember that from the first Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, like it, it right. was so rewarding to see all that. And I do remember sitting there halfway through the movie with the same thought as you is, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I like this better than Infinity War. And to be honest, I still don't know if I do. Yeah. I mean, because Infinity War was a tall order. Because we went out of Infinity War. Like, that movie was awesome. And it, it left us so many questions for this next movie, which is what made this endgame so exciting. Because I was like, all right, now I'm going to get all my, like, I'm gonna get all, this shit answered. all the answers, which I didn't get all the answers. Not quite. No. Not quite. But I did get it. I got so much more from it. I'm going to tell you. Walking out of the theater, though, and I, this is the one thing that I did say to you, they did Thor bogus as hell. We're going to get to that. We, we got a whole we section. Could, of, I could spend an hour talking about we how got, bogus yeah, We is. got a whole section of characters to go through. Uh, but yeah, so initial impressions, it was a great movie. Maybe not my favorite MCU movie, but a great movie nonetheless. And the third act was fucking mind-blowing. I mean, it made the movie. It was mind-blowing. Right. That's why I struggle with, is it better or not better than Infinity War? Because the third act was clearly way better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. And we can, we can talk, we can debate that as we, as we progress forward. Another thing I want to address before we dive too deeply into it is the trailers, man. The marketing for this movie was great. And I say that because when I watched this movie, I was like, those trailers didn't give a shit. Like I know they didn't give we didn't know anything. anything like nothing at all. All the footage we saw in the trailer, a was either like from like the first 20 minutes of the movie or B wasn't in it or was like a, a send off. Right. Because right. like there's a scene, a, a scene very specific in the trailer where we see black widow training and she's shooting the targets. She drops the clip out of her gun, pops another one back in and keeps shooting. That's not in the movie. Yeah. That's not in the movie. I didn't think about that until you just said it right now, but yeah, yeah it's definitely it's not, not in, in the movie. movie. And then we see the scene where Rocket opens the door um, to like this cabin or whatever. And people had already predicted that it was Thor, where Thor was because of where Asgard ended up and everything like that. But in the movies, the Hulk is behind him. We didn't see that in the trailer. It's also true. I mean, they like, they didn't, they did a good job. Like keeping the whole uh, Hulk thing like on the wraps. The Hulk thing and the Thor thing. Yep. Because if you notice in the trailer, there's this, the scene where they're all in their suits and they're walking. And we see Thor. He doesn't have his long hair. He doesn't have the beard. And he definitely doesn't have the gut. Yeah. Like, they did so good. Like, yep. it's, like these trailers. And I remember watching some like initial reviews and stuff. You know, like Variant did a review and uh, Jeremy Johns did a review and their spoiler free review. They're all like, I can't really say anything about this movie because <laughs> every like nothing in the the trailers did nothing for it. Like it's so little that I can't really say much because it's like without spoiling it. And it is so true. It was so crazy. So. Man, the fucking Russo brothers, like, they, they nailed it with this marketing stuff. Like, oh, man. they got it. I mean, we got more with Infinity War, I think. I think they with Infinity War, they did more misdirects, right? They did, like, they changed a lot of stuff in the movie from what was in the trailer. But this one, they were just like, 
nah, we're just not going to give you anything, <laughs> like nothing at all. Like I said, most of it is in like the first 20 minutes of the movie. So I, that's why I want to start. First 20 minutes of the movie. Fucking crazy. Oh, I know. Dude, I'm like, holy shit. I think you heard me say like, fucking, hey, like, <laughs> this is the first. God damn. <laughs> so we, we, we see them like, again, we see it in the trailer because I'm thinking, I don't know about you, but I, like we knew time travel was going to be in this movie. We kind of predicted that, right? Which it was. I hope it wouldn't be, but yeah, we predicted yeah, it. Yeah, we predicted it would be, and it, and it was. And going into it, I had the mindset of the first three quarters of the movie, right, would be le- them trying to figure out how to get to Thanos, right? Like how to get back, how to take him out, what they have to do in order to make it happen. And we saw in the trailer that they get in the spaceship, they they go to they go to find Thanos, and in the trailer they made it seem like when they first meet up with him, he's in his armor, he has the the big blade, like he's like ready, ready to fight. Yeah, like he's ready to go. Like he knew like they were gonna come after me again eventually, so he just had been preparing. Like that was the impression I got from the trailer. Boy, was I fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We we got that. Hey, they took off without Tony. They were just like, like it was so impulsive. They were just like, yeah, we gotta go do this. Yeah, right they were just now. like, oh, he's right here. We we can go get him right fucking now. Like, no plan, no nothing. Everybody let's was just get like, in this ship. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, they like made up the plan on the ship. Everybody's like, let's fucking go. Like I promise you, they don't show us, but I bet that happened in the span of like an hour between them making the decision to go and them getting on the ship. Like that had to be no more than like an hour. You see Captain Marvel be like, no, nah, fuck it, let's go. Like I'm about to go kill him right now. Like either you guys I are am coming Captain or not. Marvel. <laughs> yeah, like I'm Captain Marvel. I'm gonna go murder this dude. Either you're coming or you're not, but either way I'm going. So they're like, fuck it, let's go. Thor's like, yeah, I like this one. Let's make it. I want to go too. Like, I got a, I got a bone to pick, and fucking boy, they go get him, and immediately, whack, arm comes off. I'm like, why the fuck didn't they do that in the I know. first one? I know, you know, and I think, I think part of it was, I think only the Iron Man's team in the first movie understood that, like, they had to get yeah, the gauntlet get the glove off. off. Yeah. Um, I don't know if like Captain uh, America's team really understood that. Like they knew the Infinity Stones, yeah. but I don't think they had that understanding. So now they they fucking knew. Yeah. But they went, man. I was like, this scene was insane. Freaking out of nowhere, Captain Marvel shooting him. They all jump. They're holding them. Yeah. And you, you immediately see? see like she she's a match for Thanos. Like yeah. she fucking locks him up like that. Like it was nothing. But then on top of all that, you see like the he, he was hurt. Yeah, he was definitely like, hurt. He wasn't like. Not prepared at all. Hulkbuster fucking bust from under the house. I'm like, oh shit. Grabs him. Then Thor flies in. Whack. Arm. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It's like, wow. And then it's like, no stones. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. Which I didn't see coming. I thought he was going to have the stones. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And he's, turns out he used the stones to destroy the stones because he says something along the lines of too much temptation for one person. So clearly he had been tempted to do other things, and that's just not how Thanos is. He's a he's yeah. a he he's went a out stand up did what guy. he wanted to do. Yeah, and knew that he couldn't do anymore. His job was over. I'm gonna destroy these stones. Yeah, and he fucking he did it. And then Thor, without any hesitation, whack, whack. Yeah. went for the head this time. Went for the goddamn head. Rock was like, "What did you do? I went for the head. 
And it was Which like, was like one of the first nods in the movie. Yeah, like oh the shit. first of like many for the past movie. So it was like, oh man. Yeah, and then this whack off with the head, and then it's like boom. Which is crazy because you know, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? You know, like it had to clearly be bothering him for those uh 20 some days yeah 22 23 22, days 20, maybe at yeah, that point days. who knows that like the last thing thanos said is he should have went to the head he's probably sitting like man i should have went for the head like i could have stopped all this yeah like, this time, yeah fuck you man i went for the head yeah and, and it's yeah so again the the setup i thought this movie was gonna go for was like the first act was gonna be like them like grieving and getting over it and trying to move on and then them rallying back up and then going to get them and then taking them out and doing this. Right. But they kind of did it almost like they did it kind of out of order. Like the first act is them like, no, fuck it. It's only been 22 days. Like it's still fresh for everybody. They're like, it was almost like they finished uh, Infinity War in the first couple minutes of Endgame. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause it ended with Thanos getting away, but like, they could have had that little snippet on this movie, and like it would have been Infinity War perfectly fine if we just saw them fucking go kill him. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, um, and I, I'm curious, like, so when this comes out on like DVD and stuff, I can't wait because I, I'm hoping either they're gonna release a, a full set of like Infinity War and Endgame together. I mean, I already own Infinity War, but I'm, I'm. I'm, I really want to watch them, like, back-to-back. Back. I mean, that's a lot of fucking movies. That's, like, <laughs> six hours of movie. But, like, I really want to watch it, like, straight out of Infinity War right into Endgame and just see how that kind of flows. Because this very much does feel like a continuation of the last movie. Like, yeah. they don't feel disconnected in, in any sense. It's like, no, it's been 22 days. We're still fucking, like, most of them are still in shock, but they still have that, a lot of them still have that mindset of like, we still need to do something like this isn't this can't be over. Like we have to have something to do. It can't be right. done. Like, what do you think? Because like, we actually kind of jump past it. So what did you think of the first meeting between Iron Man and Captain America? Because this is the first time we've seen yeah. them together since Civil War. Since Civil War. Yeah. It, was it didn't intense, happen. Man. It was. It was super fucking intense. Like it was way more intense than I thought it would be. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, because the first, like, two seconds, they seem like they weren't even mad at each other, right? Like, yeah. because, like, Tony's, like, you know, like, barely walking off the ship, and, like, Captain America grabs him, and he's like, oh, I couldn't stop him. We couldn't stop him either, you know? Yeah, like, we both. I couldn't save the just kid. Was like, we both lost. And, yeah, that's what triggered Iron Man. He's like, I, I lost the kid. And he's like, we all lost a lot of people. Iron Man's just like, like, you don't get it, dude. Like, fucking, you said you would be there. We were supposed to be a team. You said you would be... Because Iron Man still very much blames Captain America for the whole Avengers breaking up thing because Iron Man still very much believes he was right in that situation. And Captain America still believes that he was right. But Captain America is clearly like... Because, you know, he sends them the message. He's like, look, man, I know we didn't agree on this, but I'll still be there for you. And Iron Man's like, you weren't. Like... I was there on that planet without you. Like, I didn't have you by my side, and we fucking failed because yeah. we weren't together. And that was a very deep route to go, like, immediately. Oh, I know. Of, like, oh. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, oh, shit. Like, it's a good fucking point. I can't. What's crazy is, you know, they had the whole, like, we'll lose, but we'll lose together. But they didn't yeah. even, they lost, and they didn't even lose together. They, did, they lost separately. Yeah, and Iron Man brings that up. He's like, that's what you said. You said if we lose, 
we'll lose together. But we didn't lose together. We didn't do anything together. Like, it, yeah, it was, it was first it was, twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. My God, go roll credits right there. Or a better great movie. Yeah, I'm like, dude, wow, okay. You know what's funny is the guy next to me when uh, Thanos got his head. Cut off your. He said, "I don't know if you heard." He said it very loudly. As a guy, roll credits. <laughs> I think I heard him say that. <laughs> All right, that's it. He went for the head. We're done. There's the movie. Move it on. Oh man, the other thing. Is, so we see Captain Marvel too. the The end credit scene in Captain Marvel was also not in this movie, which I was expecting it to. And then Me I was too. trying to think if end credit scenes are. They're never really in the movie though. So no, you're just supposed to kind of accept and, um, those scenes. The end credit scene of Ant-Man was in Civil War. Like the direct scene, the exact same scene. When they had Bucky's arm like in that fucking like press thing holding him. And it's Captain America and Falcon in that like warehouse. That exact scene is in Civil War. Hmm. Alright, that one is. <laughs> yeah, so they've done it before. Um yeah, but they I guess they were just like I still feel like the explanation of Captain Marvel being like, oh, other plans didn't have the Avengers was, I still think that's stupid. Yeah? You didn't like it? I don't like it. I bought it. I was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Because, you know, she she was around before they were. You know, she was like, her original thing was she was in space. So, like, when she realized that she had the power, I think her whole idea was she was going to continue the work of, like, trying to free the scroll. And, like, in the midst of that, she realized, like, there's actually a lot of people out here that need my help. And I have the power to do it. Like, she can fly through space freely. You know what I mean? Like, right. not many people can do that. But when Avengers 1 happened, the first attack, Fury should have used his freaking pager. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not for Ultron, but definitely for the first attack. I mean, it is right in a realm, right, of... A whole bunch of aliens attacking. Yeah, yeah. being that's, in space. That's and a stuff. Captain Marvel last thing to happen. That, yeah, I guess I guess you're right about that. I don't know. Good old good old Captain Marvel. All right. Also, so, I'm gonna say before we go on, I expected her to be way more in this movie. You mean like actually appearing in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like she was in the beginning, she was in the end. I thought she was gonna be part of like the teams going back to the past, like really in it and she like wasn't. she wasn't yeah no and it's on my list there's a all long right. list god what's of, next on the list of stuff we got to talk about and i'm trying to stay as much in order as possible next up the luckiest fucking rat in the history of uh, forever yeah how did you feel <laughs> okay so the rat is what gets ant-man out of the quantum realm so we predicted that because in the in the end credit scene of ant-man and the wasp Janet Van Dyme says to to Scott Lang, watch out for time vortexes because if you get stuck in one, we can't pull you out. So we thought he's going to fall into a time vortex and then pop out of it after the events of Infinity War. Nope. A rat. Yeah. That was just real convenient, huh? It was super convenient. It was very, I feel like, and we were kind of talking about this is one of the conversations that we had, not on the episode, but I feel like they had this whole movie plan and they were like, man, we still got to figure out a good way to get Ant-Man out 
one guy around the table was like, what if a rat just steps on the machine? Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of random And critter. then they just ran with it. A rat? A raccoon? Maybe a possum? They just settled on one and were like, yeah, let's go with that. A little bit of a loose writing right there. It is. And I remember when I first saw it in the movie, I was like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. But by the time it was all said and done, I was like, whatever. You know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't huge in the yeah, grand scheme. By the end of it, it's just like, no, nah, that's fine. I'll I'll forgive it. But yeah, it was a it was a bit of like, ah, come on. Like that was the best you could do. What do you think about the whole the time moving slow for him? That makes or, sense. I mean it, it was five hours versus five years. Five years. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Cause it was the same way for, for Janet, you know? I mean she was in there much, much longer. She was in there for I don't even remember what it was like 40 years or something, something crazy like that. 30, 40 years, which means nah, that I mean, cause is it, is her daughter 40 yet in the movie? No, like but I mean, she, she wouldn't be 40, right? How old? I mean, she, she had to be it? around to have her daughter. So she's gotta be right. She had to be in there less than the age of her daughter. And I don't think her daughter was like a baby. Yeah. Probably more like twenty years. See, but if it, if we go by the same logic though, if she was in there twenty years, that means it had only been twenty hours. That's what I'm she saying. She looks like she's been in there it a lot longer than twenty sense. hours. When you really think about it, no. that part doesn't make sense. There's a lot of things in this movie that don't quite make sense, <laughs> and that's why I say it's not a perfect movie. And I think I think that's another thing Infinity War has going for it is that is it as far fetched as it is as far fetched as like Thanos's plan is and all this other stuff it, everything kind of falls into place in a in a more like a neater way like a yeah. more acceptable kind of like yeah I, I i buy that you know what i mean versus this one where it's kind of like yeah yeah i don't know about that one but they they do such a good job of just making you like fucking it can be easy to bring 22 movies together in a way that's satisfying for everyone, you know? So right. to, to that effect, I think they did a good job. And speaking of time travel, that's next on my list. So time travel, we knew it was going to happen. We predicted it happened a little different, uh, just slightly differently than I thought it would, but it happened. What, what did you think about? The, what did you think about the time travel? I mean, so I said going into this movie, I didn't want this to be a time. You did say movie. that. It was a time traveling movie. It was sure a fucking time traveling um, movie. I like how they made jokes about it, the whole like Back to the Future. I mean, I loved Back to the Future when I was a little kid, so like I really appreciated that. Um, I also feel like it did add an element of like, this is kind of confusing. Oh, no doubt. Um, Even they were confused, though. Yeah. For the I mean, most part. Because they is kept, great. Like, they kept they're confused, the we're movie. confused. Yeah, they're like... Does it does it work that way? Like you know, Scott Lang went to Tony Stark with the with the initial idea of like as long as we don't talk to our past selves or better than sports, any games. sports games, like we'll be fine. And he's like, are you referencing like, yeah. Back to the Future? He's like, Cause you know, it's a bunch of bullshit, right? And they're like, oh, uh, no. And then he says later, he's like, Back to the Future was a bunch of bullshit, like. And Rhodey at one point like lists a bunch of fucking time travel movies and he's like And randomly says Die Hard yeah. for some reason. He's like, We know the rules of time travel because of this movie and this movie and this movie and this movie and this movie. So again, this is a very MCU thing in the sense of like 
even the stuff that they know doesn't make the most sense, they at least make it lighthearted enough. They don't take it too seriously to the point where we're like, it's it's um overshadowing, like it's over like bearing of like they're taking this way too seriously for me to like believe it. You right. know, they're just they're making a joke out of it, but they're like, no, this is still this is still how we're gonna go about it. You know, what I need to need to have Deadpool in there just for one scene. Know, being right? back. Be so this great. time travel thing doesn't make any sense, yeah. but let's just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so great. Because at the end of the day, it's a fucking comic book movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they they go. Do you want to take? I feel like we should take a crack sure. though. Let's take a crack about what we understand about what just happened I, with the time travel. I couldn't even tell you. All right. So this this is what I think, right? I think they were saying that main events are gonna happen no matter what so by them going back they weren't going to majorly change anything which goes against every time traveling movie that you ever see right right change the smallest thing i mean that's that's a huge thing in the dc with the flash right flash goes back changes is a small thing everything fucking changes this for him right um they're saying like that doesn't happen um, and by taking that the time stones, is linear and it continues to move forward in the way that it's supposed to right so by taking the stones and putting them back at in the same time periods, nothing's going to change. Yeah, because they went more of the route of instead of going back and changing the, the like the what do they call it? The butterfly effect where you change one thing and like makes a yeah, change difference zone. or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, instead of going that route, they went the route of like, no. It'll continue to move forward as if it did before, but now there now exists an alternate timeline where that didn't happen or that went differently or whatever, right? So, but when the hawk was talking, he's like, "If we bring the stones back, then the alternate timeline never happens." So basically, and it continues going back the way it was. That still doesn't make sense. Because then there's so many questions. Because this is the thing, right? So. What could possibly have changed if they brought all the stones back? Right? Because the only real effects is there were everybody kind of stayed hidden from each other, right? Yeah. So the, the only part. thing that is troublesome, and this could be just a setup for the Loki TV show, but what was the Loki thing? Also right? Captain America. No, but okay, so Captain America fought Captain America, but Captain America no, didn't no. realize he was fighting Captain America. When he America. went back and he lived his life. Right, okay, yeah, so that changed it too. That's fucking... All right, so hold on, all right. So even the Captain America seeing himself as Captain America didn't really matter because he thought it was Loki. Yeah. Also, great scene, but we can. I don't know if that's any of this. We that's can come in back the list. Later. Okay. on the list. So the only thing that could have possibly changed was um, Loki disappearing because now Loki is no longer a prisoner for the second Thor movie. Right, and they also don't have the Tesseract anymore. So when and see, he has the, the Tesseract when they yes. when they took the Tesseract back, did they take it back to 1970 when they got it, or did they take it back to where Loki had stole it? They had to take it back to 1970. Okay, so then does that mean that the events played? Oh, I guess maybe it would mean that the events played out in a way where Loki never. T- ah, see, I don't know. Right, so that's the troublesome part. That had to change some things. Yeah. 
Captain America going back in time had to change and living it out his life had to change things just slightly because Captain America was still around to do all the things that he had already done. Right. right. He just was in that time period as an older version of himself and the younger version of himself at the same time. Right. Like right, when right. the first um, Avengers movie happened, he would just had to stay home and watch the you know people being attacked. Like he just wasn't part. He wasn't putting on the suit, getting the shield and joining himself out there as an older person and a younger person. He just so what you're saying existed it, at the same time. Oh, so if I went back in time and even if I was around my past self, my past, I don't, be, I don't now become my past self. I'm still my present self. I'm just living in the past alongside my past self. Exactly. That's fucking crazy. But I mean, that's the way it worked. Yeah, I know. It had to have worked that way. Um, it's so ridiculous. So the only thing that changed is within the first, with that, is within the the first Avengers or was it the Avengers movie or was it the Captain America movie? I don't know which one, but eventually he finds out that Peggy Carter got married and moved on. Right. It's got in married. Uh, Winter Soldier, I think. Okay, so in Winter Soldier. That had to change because he went back and just stole that guy's stole wife. Stole that dude's wife. Yeah. What a son of a bitch. So. There are subtle things like that that change, but I think overall what they're saying is like small things don't change the big overall events. Got it. So me going into this movie and not wanting to be a time traveling movie, my main thing was I didn't want to change all of them. I didn't want an X-Men experience the MCU where now everything that happened before is now different. And now they're just... so. But I think this movie kind of like... What it changed the worst Thor movie? <laughs> yeah, only it probably slightly should. too though. Only slightly too because what we learn is that she still dies. Like his mom still. It's only slightly. Yes, yes. Time I mean, travel. I guess I don't think we know that for necessarily though. We don't. I mean, so I this think whole that movie we don't know thing, anything. Yeah, this whole time travel. What I like the most about it is that it was just a trip. Like through the MCU, it was oh, almost, it was it was a not tell all the other movies. Yeah, it again. was almost them saying like, "Look at what the fuck we accomplished!" Like, you know what I mean? Like, we started here. Look at what we did because we went. So we revisited the first Avengers, Thor: The Dark World, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Anything else? And then we revisited. I think the, um. Agent Carter show, but we didn't watch that show. But I yeah. think that's the time period they went. So we yeah, revisited Asian. that, which was yeah. cool for its own reasons. Yeah, it was. And it was what was nice about this also is that we got to see different perspectives, right? We got to see fucking, we got to see Hulk hate stairs. <laughs> you know, when he's like, oh, I hate the stairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to take, the, which I thought was hilarious. Tony Stark's like, whoa, buddy, hold on. Weight limit, pal. Like, what do you. What are you doing? Which I didn't think at that time the Hulk was that like competent yet. You know what I mean? Like I thought he was still very much like his very. Which that's the thing that angry, actually bothered me a little bit. self. I don't think he was. I don't think he necessarily was either. But apparently he he. I mean, looking back on the first Avengers, he said what puny god, and we know he punched Thor because he remembered fighting Thor and getting beat by Thor earlier. Right, but that was it. Yeah, and then I mean, because that changes things too. Because when we were talked about the events of um, Ragnarok, we were talking about the fact that Hulk is smarter now because he stayed in this form as Hulk for X amount of time. I don't remember. Was it two years? 
Yeah, two years. So now he's the equivalently as smart as a two-year-old version of himself. Yeah. But he w- wasn't like that. Yeah, he should be two years dumber. Yeah, I agree. I would, I would say that during the events of the first Avengers, though, I would... I would argue that Bruce Banner maybe still had more control over the Hulk in the sense of like they were still kind of like they had like that duality a bit where Bruce Banner could still kind of come through, but he wasn't in complete control because he willingly turns into the Hulk. He turns himself into the Hulk because when we seen the Hulk unleashed, we saw him in like Age of Ultron where Scarlet Witch manipulated his mind. And at that point, there was no Banner anymore. It was just purely the Hulk. And then in Ragnarok, we saw it was just purely the Hulk. But before that, it hit in, in the first Avengers. It was kind of like more like, no, I'm always angry. I'm just I just hold it back. So now he kind of let go of the anger. He released the anger, but he still uh, I, w- I would say that. I don't know. I, I don't still purely I Hulk. I still don't think I he even was think like Incredible Hulk was still purely Hulk. Which was the first time we saw him. Yeah. But which I, he wasn't that intelligent in that either. I still thought it was funny as fuck. Yeah. Him getting mad at the stairs. Honestly, when I saw that scene, I was like, why doesn't he just jump back out the window? Like, that jump to that him too. was I, nothing. I did think that, too. And they, they cut down. to him, and he's like, so many stairs. And I'm like, why don't you just <laughs> jump down the center? Like, you'll be <laughs> fine. Like, what are you talking about? What, so what was your favorite moment from, from the time, going back in time? What did you like seeing? Um, I mean, I actually, I mean, the funny scene, so... When he's like, uh, Captain America is like, you should probably smash some stuff to the Hulk. And he like, punches yeah. like the top of the car. And then Dude, like- <laughs> my girlfriend was dying at that <laughs> scene. And I'm like, why is this so funny to you? But she laughed so hard. She, It was so funny. But they, like, because it's funny because he had to like, like, ex- uh, like he had to act inintelligent. Yeah. Like it was this monster still, uh, but he wasn't. And he like picks up the motorcycle and like throws it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I liked, uh, what was it, another good one? Uh, I mean, I did like the Captain America versus Captain America scene. I liked the I liked the Chris Pratt, the Star-Lord, when he's singing, but you don't hear the music. You yeah, just you him just and see him. And you just see him. You realize. And he's like, a, oh, so he's an idiot. Yeah, he's just an idiot. <laughs> like, he's not some cool guy. Like, he's just, he's just a dumbass just singing. <laughs> like, in this random abandoned cave place or whatever. It's just, oh, he's a fucking idiot. All right. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I liked it. I don't know. I like the America's ass joke. I thought it yeah. was funny. It was a little weird it at America's first, ass. <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, that's pretty fucking funny. Um, I love it when the cat versus cat fight and he's like, I could do this all day. He's like, yeah, yeah I, we yeah. get it. We know. <laughs> Damn. Because at that point it was like, uh, they just kind of hidden you over the head with like these references and they even make a joke about it. like, yeah, we know. Wait, okay. I get it. Like, <laughs> I know you can do it all day. I've said that like four times. Captain America saying himself like, oh, this yeah, guy. Like, <laughs> oh, he's the worst. And so that was good. And it was cool to see fucking the ancient one helping out with that whole invasion. Like, yeah, I mean, she wasn't like super in, in, injected, but she was protecting the Sanctum Sanctorum, obviously. And just kind of taking some out as they flew by. Like, you just see her like, nope, pop. you know like that was cool i was like oh that's interesting because we wonder like okay where were these people when all these big events happened and it was cool that we got to see one of them and i love that whole i love that whole interaction between her and the hulk i some of the pair-ups in this movie were really weird 
and I liked it because it was the same thing. That's one of the things I really liked about Infinity War is them putting certain characters together that we never thought we'd see together throughout these movies. But it's like, right. no, they like her being face to face with him was like, wow. And then she comes to that revelation of like, oh, like he gave the time stone away willingly. I love how she instantly goes from like, no, you I can't give it to you. I don't care what's going on. I can't give it to you. The world, your reality may come to an end, but I, I can't do it. And he's like, well, why would Strange give it away willingly? She's like, wait, what? Oh, here, nope, take it. There you, you go. What? Nope, he's the best of us. Take I like it. the way he went there. Like, I need, you know, Stephen Strange. Oh, he's about five blocks that way. Performance surgery right Yeah, <laughs> she already knew. Like, yeah. She wasn't shaking at all. She's like, you're from the future, aren't you? It's like, uh, yeah. Like, same thing with Thor's mom. She's just like, yeah, stuff like this happens. Yeah, you're not the current Thor, are you? You're you're from the future, huh? All right, cool, cool. It's good to see you again, son. Seems like you've been through quite a bit of shit, but hey, here 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 we are. Um, here's another comic book reference for you. Hell Hydro. Right. So we we get loved the, it. Yeah, we get the the elevator scene from Winter Soldier again. I really thought he was gonna fight. I thought he was I gonna say too. the line of, before we get started, does anybody want to get off? But nope, he was like, you know what? I ain't got time for that shit. We're just going to go ahead and he, he does Hell Hydra, which for anybody who doesn't know, was in a recent storyline called Secret Empire, I think, that Marvel did, where we found out that Captain America had been a Hydra agent all this time. It also then turns out that he wasn't. He was faking it or something. But right. it's a very it was very controversial when it happened, but the last page of a comic book you saw Captain America, and then you just see him say the words "Hell Hydra," just like in the in the movie. And I was like, "Look at this shit, man! They had we're just it was fucking know what they it was doing. almost cooler than seeing them take everybody down the elevator." Again. Yeah, we've seen them fight. We've seen yeah. that scene. So yeah, it was like, oh man, now he's using his 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 brain and not just his brawn. We see Tony's talk to his dad again. That was just pretty. Sweet. Yeah, that was pretty nice. I was like, oh, look. And they were like in almost in the same position. Like Tony had just had a kid, so he kind of understood. And he's like, oh, shit, you're about to have a. Although the only thing I thought was weird about that scene was the fact that he used his name. Like, why did you just say your name was Tony Potts, not Howard Potts? I'm like, why? Why would you just say your name is the same as your dad's name? caught off guard and he called his dad Howard. Oh, so he just assumed like that's his name, too. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. You're probably right about that. That's good. So we see. I think that. it was. It was. That's the kind of thing about uh, Iron Man in this movie is we got to see a lot of things happen for him. Yeah, we and did. Like, it really was good at bringing his story to an end, and a big part of that was him finally getting to talk to his dad and like having an understanding with him, having a little bit more closure with him. Yeah, because in uh, Civil War, he says like, you know, I never got to say goodbye to him. Never got to tell him like I loved him for the last time. Or whatever, like he he says that in the first uh, Iron Man movie too. Yeah, he kind of thought his dad like he didn't think his dad didn't like him. He just thought maybe his dad could have made different choices in raising him. But now he kind of understands and more like, okay, no, you did, you did really love me and you did really care for me, and it was it was good to that he got that. Um, we saw Tony Stark's dad have. Butler Jarvis, which is also from the comic books. People don't know, but Jarvis in the comic books was originally Iron Man's butler and not his artificial intelligence. That was actually a more recent change 
in the comic. And by recent, I mean, like, I think it happened in, like, the last, like, 10 years or something yeah. like that. But originally, he was his butler and not his AI. So that was cool to see. That also, cool. we found out it was a reference to the Agent Carter TV series, which neither one of us watched. You got to watch it now, man. It was cool We're to definitely see. definitely missing out. Yeah, things. I know, right? It was cool to see that, like, as much as Marvel hyped up the fact that all of their TV shows are also tied into, you know, the movie universe, like, it was cool to see that crossover. Like, oh, yeah. Because it was the same actor who played Jarvis and Agent Carter that played him in. It would have been so cool if they got, like, some of the Netflix shows in there. Oh, too, dude, don't even get me started with that. Even, like, they could have just thrown them in that end those battle, shows dude. Ad, those shows ended because now we don't get to see how, like, the decimation affected those shows, too. It's a little yeah. disappointing. Yeah, no, it would have been so what cool. It is. It, yeah, definitely. Um, same thing. So we got a couple parent bonding moments, right? We got to see Thor talk to his mom. Right. And um, it turned, I, I think she's still going to die because she told he wanted to tell her, like, you're going to die today. But she told him, like, no, don't tell me my fate. Like, it, it's my fate. It is what it is. So I'm pretty sure she still went on to probably die that day. Probably. Yeah. But he got Mjolnir back. He yeah. found out he was still worthy. I thought the scene with Rocket running, he was like, Thor, I got it. I thought that was great. I thought <laughs> it was so funny. He's, like, in full raccoon stride. He's not, yeah. like. He's not like two stepping it anymore. He's like on all fours, like <laughs> let's go, man. Fuck, and like what are we doing? Um, got Mjolnir back. He was still worthy. And uh, let's see what's what. Oh, so here's here's the biggest moment of what we saw from the time travel. I would say Hawkeye and Black Widow. So another another callback to another movie. They're on the ship. They're going to Volmir, where the Soul Stone is. They talk about this same, the same Budapest, which they also talked about in the first Avengers. It's probably going to be the Black Widow movie. Yeah, it should be, right? When they're like, oh, uh, just like Budapest all over again. He's like, we, you and I remember Budapest very differently. And then they reference it again. Right. So that was, pretty, that was another cool callback. It's like, oh, I remember that. I didn't see this one coming, man. I got to be honest with you. I did not see this one coming. Nope. Even even when I realized that both of them were going to the place where they needed to give up a life in order to get the soul stone, I didn't I didn't see it until they got there and Red Skull told them the same thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Now that I think about it, these are the only two characters they could have put together that care enough about each other, where if one of them died then it will be worth the exchange because the whole thing is that it has to be, you have to give up something you truly love. It's not just a soul for a soul. Like you would just murder anybody and get the soul stone. It has to be someone you love. Which I had to admit, at one point I was worried. I was like, what if they change this? And they're going to knock Red Skull off and that's going to count. I would be so annoyed Oh, if that's what they <laughs> did. Did you really think for that, a minute that there, possibility? Because Red Skull didn't like, wasn't like explaining that it had to be, he, he, I don't think he ever said it had to be somebody you loved. He yeah, just he said it was it a soul. So. I don't think he did. I was waiting for it. He, I remember him saying it. You don't remember? No. I yeah, remember him saying it in Infinity War, but I don't remember saying this. I just remember him saying it was the soul for a soul. I remember him saying it had to be something you love. And they both looked at each other like, yeah, we. I definitely love you. I don't love you like I don't love you like that, but I, you know, they've been yeah. through enough to be like, yeah, I definitely love you. And they both like, well, we know who it has to be. And they're like, yeah. And obviously they're both thinking of themselves. And 
the the back and forth I thought was super cool because I didn't know who was gonna I didn't know who it was gonna be. I if I had to guess, I, know it's I thought. Black it was, did you? If I had mm-hmm. to guess, I thought it'd be Hawkeye because I thought to myself, because that that'd be terrible. It like, would be, but I thought come like back and he's he dead. already lost his family. He's been murdering people. By the way, he's been murdering people. We'll get back to that. I'm like, ah, it's got to be Hawkeye, because and again, I'm I'm still thinking like, no, nah, whoever goes, they'll get him back, right? Like it, it, it was not permanent. And then the whole back and forth, and it it finally ends up being Black Widow, and I'm like, oh. See, I feel like it had because they were going to get his kids back and then like he's not going to be there for his kids back. Like That would be truly sad. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because Black Widow didn't really have yeah. anybody except the Avengers, right? She didn't even know her dad's name. Red Skull mentions her dad's name and she's like, he's like, he knew your dad's name. And she's like, I know. I didn't even know it. So that's yeah. crazy. Like, but yeah, I, I didn't. Did you notice they still didn't like answer it, anything about Red Skull being there? It doesn't. No, not at all. I didn't answer just, any of those questions. Yeah, I think they're just brushing over that. I don't think they're going to take the time to explain it's it. frustrating. Make, yeah, make a big to-do about it. It's just like, it is what it is, man. He's here. He's guarding it. Can he leave after the soul stolen is gone? Like, we, we don't know. What if it comes back? What if somebody's like, nah, I'm going to put this back where it belongs? Does he then get transported back? Who knows? So many unanswered questions. Yep. But I guess they figure, hey, in the three hours of this movie, this part's not that important. So we're going to just yeah, I guess keep on with the keep on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that. It was sad, though. It was sad to see Black Widow die. It like was. I was. I was telling you this before, too. The first thing I thought, I was like, man, she's not going to get her movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, too. I'm like, wait a second. Wait a second. She's got a movie. They already confirmed it. What's happening here? Yeah. Gonna be a, it's gonna be a prequel, but I whatever. Guess, I guess it's gotta be, which I didn't particularly want it to be, but I guess it's I guess it's gonna be a prequel. Um, so the, transitioning into let's talk about the characters, right? We don't have to talk about all of them because everybody's in this fucking movie. Like, yes, somebody asked me, they're like, "Who all is in the movie?" And I'm like, it, "It's honestly easier for me to tell you who's not in the movie." Then it is for me to tell you who's in the movie because everybody's in this fucking movie. So the big people who are not in the movie. Yeah. Who's not in it. Number one for me is vision. Oh, good point. He's not good in the point. movie. Like that's, that's disgusting. They didn't even, a split second. they didn't even address it. They were just like, he's gone. Like they didn't try to build another one. Nothing. He's just, he's gone. You know, what kills me too. Why is that? Tony Stark had five years to build another vision. Why didn't he do it? I know he, he didn't even try. Not like, not even like a prototype. Yeah, they just did like, nothing. He just, he, and so much more technology now. He's just, nah, we fine. I'm like, okay. So no vision. Uh, the vision only reference we got really? was Wanda being like, you took everything from me. That was the closest thing. Yeah, yeah, We got yeah. to a reference to that That was it. That was the biggest one. There's, Vision's there's like more. existence in this universe is like unbelievably ridiculous. Like he started off in Ultron looking crazy powerful. And then, like, he didn't do much in Civil War. He just freaking crippled Rhodey. Yeah. And then he was, like, horrible Infinity War. He just got his ass beat the whole movie. Yeah, he, he just get- was, like, on his downward slant. The whole movie. The whole, yeah, like, his right. whole existence in this, like, universe. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. That's freaking ridiculous. It is, it is a little ridiculous. Everybody thought it was so cool. He lifted Thor's hammer, and now he's I know, freaking right? lame as Man. hell. Jeez. That, he did have so much potential. But I guess they were just like, nah, we got to make room. There's there's definitely more powerful characters than him. So 
Whatever. Um, he wasn't in it. Who else wasn't? How's in that? It? Who else is in this? Yeah, movie? in terms of big heroes, it's really, it's really just him. I mean, we see everybody else at at one point. Even the, uh, the even agent guy from uh, appearance. the agent guy from Black Panther. Is he still alive? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Yeah, he wasn't in the movie. Yeah, you're right. But to be honest, he didn't need to be in Black Panther either. Nope, sure <laughs> didn't. Sure didn't. Agent Coulson. He wasn't in the movie. And Nick Fury made an appearance later on, too. Yeah. So that was interesting. I didn't expect that. Um, I also didn't think Maria Hill would make the cut, but she did. She was there. A lot I was of people expecting were there. her to be in it. Were you? Yeah. Um, so we talked about. I Black. mean, when you get down to the point where they even got the kid from Iron Man three to be in the movie, they had a lot of characters. Why'd in this you movie. ruin it? We were gonna bring that up later. I had everybody it. knows. I don't think everybody knew. I knew right away. I knew right away. But think about who we are. Not everybody has a podcast. Everybody about knows this stuff. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, but yes. <laughs> if anybody was wondering who the random teenage kid was at Iron Man's funeral. It's the kid from Iron Man 3, which I thought was an amazing callback to that. That was so great. It was the actual actor, too. It wasn't yeah, like they just got yeah, a random around. person. Like, that is the actual grown-up version of that kid that was in Iron Man you imagine 3. imagine they're like, hey, I don't know how your acting career is going, but if you want to come back for this movie and just stand just there stand for a second. There. You don't say anything. We just need to st- we're gonna. You're going to stand there as we pan past you. Yeah. Crazy, man. But they did that for quite a few characters. There were quite a few characters that just didn't have lines. They were just there. They were just there. Um, so we, we kind of talked about Black Widow. I mean, I think she had a pretty good arc, you know? Do you? I think so. I mean, ultimately, it came down to her being like, I'm the one who, at the end of the day, she was one of the only people who didn't really have anything to lose. So she was just like, yeah, I mean, she died to bring half of everything back. Yeah. If nothing else, like she, she's the one without powers, right? She's the one that's just like a normal person. She didn't have the cleanest past. She's not like Captain America. Like she was always striving to be good or do good. Like she's done some shady shit. We've seen her switch sides. We've seen her, you know, betray people. We've seen her do all of that. And for her to go out of like, no, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to I'm going to give my life to give not even a guarantee, but just to give you guys the chance to make everything right again. Like, that's pretty fucking admirable of her. I would agree. Yeah. So I, I liked her. Arc. It's crazy how she was like well. she was like leading what was left of the Avengers, too. She was. Yeah, she. Yeah, she somehow became like a leader. And they, they had that whole thing where she it's almost like they were looking for something to do, looking for like like the next thing to save, right? They're like right. we failed half the universe, so we 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 can't give up. We gotta do something to try to prove ourselves or just to make themselves feel better. Um Which I thought was strange that Captain America wasn't. You're right, you know he wasn't like on missions or anything. Like during those man, there's so much to talk about. During those five years, which we didn't even talk about the fact that like the shock value of like, oh, my God. Five years went on. Yeah. Were you surprised? I was sitting there. I'm I like, was, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Like we we just years. went five years. And they years. made sure you knew it. It was they were like five. And I swear it was like at least 10 seconds between <laughs> each word. Five years. 
later. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, nobody's missing this. Yeah, nobody's missing this. We're but making this very fucking clear. It's been five years. What's he doing? He's got a sports group with like five people in it. Yeah. That's uh, what he ended like, up doing. What do we do now that they're gone? Like, Which, I mean, is very important. But like, he's also Captain America. He's not a psychiatrist. Like, that's he true. Gone, that's true. He does some more things. I mean, he's kind of an expert of, like, moving on, though, right? He was stuck in ice for 90 years, and then he had to move on from his previous life. Fun fact, in that support group, we had, I don't know which Russo brother it was, but it was one of the Russos, which is one of the directors of the film, as apparently the first openly gay person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Is he a... Was he a hero? Is he gay in real life? Do you know? No, he's not gay in real life, and I'm pretty sure he isn't. Okay, but I don't know. Like, I feel like Captain uh, Marvel is gonna be the next gay character. Do you? I do. I don't know. I Maybe. definitely felt like she was in hmm. the whole movie. Interesting. Okay. They should. I feel like they should make her. But whatever. That's 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 fair. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. I mean, when, even when he said like he, I was like, oh, he's gay. Okay. And I mean, like, it wasn't like I had a problem with it. I just. Actually, no, I wasn't expecting it. I I generally like that scene just because they were showing how like people are like still like five years later are still struggling about because you can imagine like if you were happily married and then your husband or your wife, your partner, whatever you're just your significant other just disappeared and was just gone. Yeah. And then like there's nothing you can do. Let me throw something else at you. Five years later, you've moved on. And now your old wife pops back up. And now your old wife pops back up. That's fine. And to them, it's like five years hasn't happened. To them, it's been like a second. It's yeah, they they were blocked out and then they're awake again. It's definitely some drama, but that's crazy. My God, should have a movie just to that. Just yeah, just to see all those reactions. (laughs) Like what's happening? What's going on? Um, Also, in that support group, Jim Starlin was in it. You know who that is. Is it the uh, creator of Thanos? The creator of Thanos. You're damn right. Look at you. <laughs> you knew. You did your research. You knew what this was. Yep. You came to podcast today, didn't you? I was ready. Oh, I know. I think his name is yeah, Jim Starlin. Yeah, creator of Thanos, man. Great. Yeah. And the writer of Infinity Gauntlet. It's awesome that they got him in there. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, that's that's cool. He's the He's the ball guy with the glasses, in case anybody was wondering who he was. Cool. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, but yeah, five years later. You know, so also in that that time, that time period, I don't know if, because I don't know what order your list is, but were you shocked that Iron Man had a kid? I was. Yeah, I was it generally. Did throw me off. I did not see it coming at all. Yeah. When he first went out I'm into like, that yard, I thought he was calling a dog at first. Because <laughs> the thing that she a, was in looked kind of like a doghouse. It did, and then a little munchkin popped out. I was like, "Oh, he got a little dog." I was like, "Oh, nope, that's not that's a, dog. a child." Holy shit, he had a kid wearing an Iron Man helmet. Yeah, golly, it's like that's crazy. No, I agree. I was super surprised. I was like, "Whoa, oh!" Which I mean, oh, okay. added a whole big different dynamic to it because it like, right off the bat, I was like, "Oh man, he's not gonna want to fight to change things yeah. at this time machine because it's gonna get rid of his daughter." And then yep. he he made sure that it didn't, which was awesome too which we're gonna we're gonna talk about tony stark somebody else who had kids that lost their kids hawkeye hawkeye had kids in the other movie though no i know he lost them yeah did it or did it not take more than a day to get that goddamn tattoo 
<laughs> you had to bring it up. You know I did. It's like not even important. You saw important. the detail in that tattoo. Okay. I'm just saying, we still don't know how long it took. Just stop. It's been five Reddit, years. He had five years to do it. But he was busy in those five years. There's he was no murdering way, everybody. There's no way he said he went in in between murder sessions. First of all, he was murdering people. Exactly. Like they just brushed over that like it was nothing. <laughs> like Hawkeye was out murdering people. We saw him slit a dude's throat and watch him bleed out. I mean, Rhodey was like, maybe we don't want to find him because like I'm yeah, seeing what he's leaving behind. Like, oh, snaps. Like, and I mean, it, it seemed like his motivation was obviously he lost his family. He was a broken man at that point. But his whole thing was good people got decimated and they're still scumbags like you around still doing scumbag things and you deserve to go. So I'm here to make sure that happens. Does that seem Just a little legit to you? A little out there to be honest, but yeah, right. it does. Doesn't it? Um, yeah, man. And they could have, they could have had like taken them down and that's how they got him on the team again right because they could have just been like you know what? maybe we should put a stop to the fact that he's just straight up murdering people yeah i mean i guess the mcu has never really like blatantly been like yeah the heroes don't murder people you know i mean they don't usually murder but they don't nah, i mean some not, of the things they do are definitely killing people oh yeah no doubt but it's I, I don't know. It seems like if they have the opportunity to like apprehend the person, then that's what they do. Right. But if it comes down to it, like they'll definitely kill somebody. Yeah. How many villains in the MCU have died? Quite a few, right? Human beings, I guess. I know first one, Yellow Jacket in uh, Ant-Man. He definitely died. Okay. I'm trying to think, man. Jeez. Did Obadiah Stain die? I think he did. Yeah. Pretty sure he died. Did uh, Whiplash die? What what happened to Whiplash at the end? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, they freaking blasted his head off. Okay, all right. Uh, Yeah, I know. So all the Iron Man villains died. Yeah, true. Iron Man's a murderer. (laughs) Golly. I'm pretty sure Pepper Potts killed the last Iron Man villain. She's also a murderer. She's also a murderer. Gosh. But... Um, Red Skull didn't die. No, he didn't. But again, unlike DC, they don't go out of their way to be like, yeah, these guys, they don't kill. It's like, yeah. They didn't kill a villain. They didn't kill a man. Civil War. What's his name? Baron Zemo. Yeah, they didn't kill Zemo. No, Black Panther was going to, though. Yeah, he didn't. But he stopped him from killing himself. Yeah, no, they definitely kill people, though. Yeah, yeah. The no, more no. I think about it, the more, yeah. Yeah, they kill people. They kill people. So Hawkeye was taking that to a whole other level. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, this was probably the most interesting arc Hawkeye has had. Yeah. But that's not really saying much. Yeah, that's true. It's not. It's you not know, really <laughs> this is a really random, like, off-put kind of thing. But did you know that the the... Jason Ackles, the guy that's in Supernatural. Do you know who he is? I know you don't watch the show, but I don't know if you know what the actor looks like. I don't know. Uh, he was offered the position of Hawkeye first, and he turned it down to continue doing Supernatural. Really? Wow. Yeah. 
Well, I just I mean, like learned show, that the other day. A little fun his, fact if we have any Supernatural fans that listen yeah, to us. It is on his 15th season. So, I mean, I guess, you know, good on him. He didn't, yeah. He didn't like miss too much except for like a movie making $1.2 billion in its opening weekend. But whatever. 15th <laughs> season, man. Good for you. Anything else about Hawkeye? I'm just saying it's possible they got a tattoo on Whatever, there. man. What's I actually thing? thought, I mean, because in reality, that was like our first opening season scene of this movie was with Hawkeye, which was a little surprising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, Training Cassie. Right. So also, didn't realize that was the first time we've ever heard them use the actual code name Hawkeye. Yeah. That was crazy. It's going to be her he, code name when she takes over. Hawkeye. Yeah. I was like, huh, really? That's but I feel like they made that. That was like a powerful scene, like. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. Like, I knew it was coming. I was like, his kids and his wife, they're all about to disappear. And then yeah. it happened, and I was like, oh, man. Can yeah. you imagine how that feels? Like, he's running around, and it's an open field. Like, you could see everything, and he's shouting. Like, yeah. imagine how, like, confusing and everything that had to be. And then, like, in his head, he's probably thinking, like, like I can't even leave the house. Like, I still, like, he, it had to take him, like, you know, a day maybe to realize that this happened around the yeah. whole world. Like, it doesn't matter they can leave his house. But at first, he's like, I can't go running after people. I have this ankle bracelet on. If I leave, then I'm going to jail. Like, yeah. Again, crazy. First 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. There's so much. So much in this movie. All right. There's two characters. Well, there's three characters I feel like we really need to talk about. Actually, false. There's all of these that I have listed here we still need to talk about. <laughs> All right, there's two I'm going to skip over for right now because I feel like I want to talk about them separately. Here's one I, I, I want to address. Nebula. Okay. I really liked her story arc in this movie. Yeah? She really went from a, like, I really don't care about you kind of character to, like, wow. Like, they did a good job with her character. Even from the opening scene of her playing the fucking finger football with Iron Man, and she's like trying she's never done that before and she's like you know she's being very competitive and she's like no i want to i want to try again like you know she's trying as much as she possibly can to like for lack of better words be human right and it's like that was cool to see and the whole time she's just like like i made a mistake following thanos like that was it was stupid. Like, I need to try to right this wrong. She wants her sister back. It's just... Do you think maybe she wanted to try again? She was worrisome because when she would fail from Thanos, she would get punished for it? Wait, what? When she would fail for Thanos, she would get punished, right? Right. So do you think she was very worried when she was, like, messed up the simple finger game that she would be getting punished? Like, she's so psychologically messed up. Maybe. Then the simple game that was meant to be fun, maybe she was even a little bit scared, and that's why she wanted to try again so badly. Maybe. That adds a whole other layer. Yeah. That's crazy. Look at you, <laughs> man. Jeez, getting deep on me. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah. That's why I'm there. She helped Iron Man. Arguably, without her, Tony Stark wouldn't have made it. She helped, you know, nurse him and make sure he didn't die from his wound. And got. Uh, he mentioned that he got an infection, but she was able to get it out of them or whatever. And so that was pretty cool. She helped them put the shit back together so that they can kind of last. And yeah, man, I, I think she had a really Iron good Man fixing things in that scene. Like he was in the first movie with his tank top yeah. his hammer and the goggles and all that killing it, man. They, they knew what they were doing. Well, yeah, I think she had a really good arc in this man. And then when it came down to her, even having to kill like her, her past self, because she just, she realized that like, 
her past self hadn't got to a point. She hadn't seen enough. She hadn't experienced enough to be willing to betray Thanos. She hadn't seen how terrible of a guy he is just yet. And she was so set in her own ways that she was like, I, there's nothing I can do for that version of me except kill her. And like, she kills her previous self. I'm like, just confusing. It is fucking confusing. Why didn't she just disappear right in that moment? Yeah. Look, John, your past self is not your previous, your present self. Your present self is still your past self. So your future self continues to live as your present self. I just made all that up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say. I, made all that I don't up. think you just you just said past and future a bunch. Yeah, and I just and present kept saying that a lot. I just made all that up. Again, not a perfect. Honestly, movie. thinking back now, that's probably one of the most confusing parts. Of oh, that. no doubt, no doubt. But hey, you I, know, what also I thought was very. It was confusing? an alternate timeline. I guess is the explanation. That nebula was in an alternate timeline from present nebula. So just by killing that nebula, now that nebula basically no longer exists in that timeline. But the present nebula still does. But how does the past nebula of the present nebula exist at all if the original past nebula went into an alternate timeline? Because that present nebula's past, it still still went the same it didn't change it was a different timeline that branched off from that one so basically it's like they hit a fork in the road or not even a fork it's like you're on a freeway and then there's an exit ramp and it's like the present nebulous timeline is that freeway and then when that nebula died it just created like an exit ramp where she just got off and it's like now there's that timeline where that nebula was died but there's still a timeline where she didn't and that becomes the present nebula i don't think that makes sense nick it makes sense i don't think it does it doesn't make i think sense. it would make more but sense that's how they explain it now there was one that went straight on the highway and there was also at the same time there was one that went off on the exit at the same time so those are just two versions of the same one because both things happened that is basically what happened but the one that went off it died she was killed so there's still that timeline still exists where she does like she's been killed i guess we have to say the same thing happened with thanos yeah because past thanos came to the future to pick up where present thanos had left off which also doesn't really make that much sense. But who cares? Because the fucking fight scenes were cool as shit. <laughs> like, doesn't even matter. Right. Anyway, Nebula. So, while we're on Earth, though. So, explain to me All right. the whole memory thing. Because uh, I personally felt like that also didn't make any damn sense. I get that. So, from what I understand... Since Nebula is part machine, right, and machines function off of whatever you want to call it, some like wavelengths and all this other stuff, it was basically, I don't even know how to fucking do it. Because it was like, it was like they plugged the past Nebula in and then was able to connect wirelessly to the future one through the past one yeah i guess 
That didn't make any sense. Yeah. That's know. that's a silly moment in the movie. It was. I don't know. That's almost as bad as the rest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Like I guess like how was how was the all gonna connect with the past version? But like at the same time, that's just as silly as the rat. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta let my dog in the. All right, go for it. So we got a special talking. guest now in the middle of this episode. His name is Pharaoh. You're interrupting important stuff, man. Jeez. Sit down somewhere. Sit down. <laughs> that must be thunderstorming. He freaks out at thunderstorms. He doesn't like. Anyway. Thor is in the air. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it, I'm sure there's a way to explain it. I just, I, have, I haven't had enough prep time <laughs> to explain it to you. That's, that's pretty much what this is. I'm sure there's a video on YouTube somewhere that explains this. I'm 100% sure, but I haven't had enough time to watch those videos and further explain this to you. So for right now, we're just going to say it happened. I like Nebula's arc in this. I actually grew to care for a character that I previously did not care anything for. Well, that's good. I'm glad you grew to like her. Yeah, that's it. You didn't like her? I feel like I liked her okay and I still like her okay. I like that actor a lot, actually. Um, dang, I know her name too. I don't know her name. Karen Gillian. Yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She had this TV show called Selfie. She's Australian. That I really enjoyed. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, she has an accent. I've only ever seen her do. I know she had an American accent. I just roles. know she was Australian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's Australian. I've only ever seen her do American roles, so it was interesting to know that she had an accent. That was cool. Yeah. Um. Before we get to the people who, the two characters who had the biggest arcs, who to you was your biggest standout character and your most disappointing character? Let's start with most disappointing because I feel like the standout character is probably going to overlap with the two characters who probably had the biggest story arc, but maybe. I don't know. For me, it does. But who who was the most disappointing character? Thor. Thor? Thor. I was going to say Thor at first, but mine is the Hulk, and I'll explain why, but go ahead. Hulk's a close second. I get that. Let me just, all right. I'm going to rant. All right. There's going to be a little rant section here at this episode about Thor and how disappointed I am about the whole Thor thing, right? We've had three Thor movies. He's appeared in two Avengers movies, and then the Infinity War and then Endgame, right? We've seen this character grow so freaking much within these movies, all the way to Thor Ragnarok, which was probably his biggest growth in any of the movies, right? Yeah. He went, lost everything, still learned to be a hero and a king and all this stuff, and he saved all his people, even though he had to sacrifice Asgard to do it and lose his eye, but he found his true power and, you know, he became the God of Thunder and all this stuff happening. And then we just took this like really awesome, strong, powerful, fairly well-developed character and just undid everything that every single other movie up to this point did for that character. We just undid it all. We made him worse. He is worse off now than he was when he was that arrogant, like, kiddish version of Thor in Thor 1, where he was no longer worthy and just sent to the Earth. Wow. He's worse off now than he was in the first movie we saw him in. Wow. 
I don't think he's worse off. He's definitely worse off. How is he why wor- did they go worse off in what sense? First worse off, off in why like did they give him his sense? eye back? Why did they make him need a weapon again? So that was all the Infinity War things that just yeah. undid everything Thor Ragnarok did. Right. Then we like the Russo's were like, you know what? Let's take this one step further. Let's make him a fat, sad character. Yeah. Which he clearly was very, still very muscular underneath that rubber belly they attached to his, to his abdomen. Did you notice that? Did I don't know. It was very obvious to me that that was not his real right stomach. Yeah, it was a fake stomach. Yeah, it was very it was, obvious. Too. It was weird. But um, they went, man. Oh my god, he was so he was they, he killed Thanos, right? He failed, but he still went from killing Thanos to being kind of like this badass character to like the next scene's five years and he's just drinking beer and this with this big belly and he doesn't want even to go and save everybody. He doesn't yeah. even have motivation to do that. He's not being a leader for all his people, which he took him all this stuff to get him to the point where he was finally ready in Thor Ragnarok to lead his people. And now it's all been completely undone. He's not ready to do it. And on top of all that, he doesn't want to go help the Avengers undo it all. It takes some serious convincing for him to go do it. And then he's still like this sad character. He's sad about Jane and he's still just wanting to drink beer. He's still got this big belly. He goes back to Asgard and he still can't handle his freaking mission. Yeah, he was a liability at that point. Worst character development of any. I'm so <laughs> upset. Honestly, this is like my biggest complaint. Even though there was all these confusing moments, this is by far my biggest complaint about this movie is they did Thor so freaking bogus. And I really, really hope that they do him, that he gets into a Guardians of the Galaxy movie now because that's the way they kind of left it off. Yeah. Because up to this point, we didn't really know Thor could have been one of the characters that they ended the story with, right? We didn't really 100% know that we are going on. Like, I did hear that Chris Hemsworth wanted to continue with this character where, like, it was very, uh, you know, obvious that um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans wanted to be done. Right. But he definitely could have been the third in the trifecta, which this movie highlighted great. We still got to go over that. But still, he could have been the third in this trifecta that had a good ending, or even good character development still going, but they just brought him back past Thor 1 into this horrible low moment. And then, yeah, he's going to be maybe part of Guardians of the Galaxy. Still kind of the sad character. Okay. I'll stop ranting. All right. I'm very upset. I can go for another three hours about it. I'm super upset upset. about it, but you go ahead. All right. So hopefully this is going to make you maybe a little bit more upset. Like I said, at first... When I first saw the movie, I agreed with you 100%. Thor was my most disappointing character. I was fairly upset with the way they treated his character and everything. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Maybe it wasn't that bad. And here's why, right? So, you're right. They did undo a lot of character development. But at the same time, but at the same time, they gave him more. And what I mean by that is so. In this grieving process, there were most of the Avengers blamed themselves, right? Some of them, though, were more so just like, man, we lost and now people are gone. They're more so focused on the fact that they lost people than more like holding the burden of like, it's it's my fault that this happened. It's more so just like it happened and this sucks because I'm here. I didn't go with the decimation, but people did, right? Captain America is an example. He's like, 
this shit sucks and I can't really move on, but I can do what I can to help others move on and move forward. Thor is not like that. Thor completely blames himself. And they even say that Rocket says that about him in the beginning of the movie where he, he, he doesn't even speak and they're like, what's going on with him? And he's like, he blames himself. Like, because Thor does hold the burden of like, he, he could have gone for the head. Like he could have did it right. He, if he had gone for his head, he could have ended that. He did all that work to get that ax. I understand all why he did he all like that this. work to get that ax, and he still failed, right? And then when he did finally get to kill Thanos, it was already too late anyway, so it didn't really hold any meaning. He, like he said, he was just some idiot holding an ax. And it was when I thought about that moment when the Hulk showed up at his at his house, which, by the way. Great exchange between them. I really like that moment of the Hulk being like, hey, man, like these this role has been reversed before. And you know who helped me out of it? You. So I'm here to help you out, buddy. Like, come on. Like, we're friends. Like, I want to help you. I like that moment a lot. And Thor's just like, like, don't say that name in front of me. Like, don't fucking mention Thanos. Like, like, I. I was just some idiot right. holding an axe. They could have had this moment, head. and it would have been great, but they didn't need to knock Thor down so freaking much. I agree. It's a bit jarring at first to see that he's like a drunk now. He cracked and his fat. beer open on his axe. Yeah, that, it is a, it's a bit jarring at first, but... It was jarring the whole time. If you were, If you were Thor, if you went from being the heir to the throne of Asgard, one of the most, you know, one of the best of the nine realms, you were a god in your own right to being unworthy, to losing your father, the the person you looked up to and respected, to losing your mother, to losing your brother, to realizing you had a sister, then having to kill your sister, to losing everything that your dad had left behind for you to protect, losing your legacy, losing your fucking eye, and I get it, he gets his eye back, losing the one thing that, in in all intents and purposes, felt like made him strong, which was his hammer. Like, he lost almost everything right. to Thanos, and he failed to kill It took to kill all him. that to make him the leader and the king that he needed to be, and he freaking was at the end of Thor Ragnarok. Was he, though? He and, was. And, and that's, and, okay, so even he if he finally was... Realized he didn't even need the hammer. And his first duty as king, he fails. He lost. But Thanos he came along needs to be king for the people that he has left, and he just people. ignores that all together. Thor, he killed, Thanos killed half his people on the ship, and then he snapped his fingers and killed half of the half that was left. Right. He needs to keep going on for the people he needs, he still has, That's because he's do. king. That's hard to do, though. It was hard for him to do. He's like, we've so already lost. That, I'm done. Like, right I, off the bat, when he gets nothing the opportunity. He, they, he, he thought there was something more he could do. He did it, which was chop Thanos' head off, and it didn't change a single thing. So he hit a wall. He's at a point now where like, there's nothing more I can do. There's literally nothing more that I can do. But when the opportunity presents itself for him to do something, he still doesn't even jump on it. He still is not able to handle doing the things it needs to do. And that's where my agreement with you comes into play. Like I like, so I, I can appreciate I'm okay with 
where Thor landed, right? After all everything that happened. I'm okay with him becoming a drunk. I'm okay with him getting out of shape. Like it, it it's a it's a it's a natural progression. And the whole time that they've had Thor, they've been trying to show us that like even though he's half god, he's still very much a human. He needs to relate to humans. Like that was the whole point of like the first Thor of him understanding humans, what it means to be a normal mortal being, right? So I get I get it that that's where he would land. Where, like I said, I do agree with you is like they didn't have to continue it. Like I, it, I, I don't know how I would have felt if they would all of a sudden he like got his hammer back and like turned on God mode, and now all of a sudden he's thin and in shape again, and his hair is all regal and stuff. They could have had him with like a stuff. crazy beard and sad and not fat, and then it would have been fine. Is it the fat thing that's really bothering it you? Really bothers me. <laughs> I mean, it's more in line of, like, actual King Thor in the comic books. Like, as he's gotten older, he's just gotten bigger. Yeah, ripped, not fat. Nah, I mean, he puts on some weight. Not like that. I mean, he still wasn't, like, fat. Like, his arms were still fucking jacked. Like, he wasn't just, like, He had fat, a beer belly. He did have a... But he was drinking a lot of beer. He's a god. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he was super disappointed to me in the movie. No, I get almost it to the point where it almost ruined like a big chunk of the movie for me. What what disappointed me about him was like how they just like how it continued. Like when when they went back in time and they took Thor with him and it, he's like, I can't do this. And then Rocket smacks him in the face and he's like, No, okay, I got it. I'll do it. And then he walks away again and he's like, I can't do this. And I'm like, Oh, come on, Thor. Like, what the fuck, man? Get your shit together. That disappointed me. Here's why the Hulk was the most disappointing character to me. And it's a very simple explanation. Yes, Professor Hawk, it was cool, right? We got to see the Hawk. He was smart. I like the whole... It threw me the fuck off the initial scene when we saw him. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, what is this? And it was, again, it was speculated this whole time. But it was still kind of like, wow, that's... That's Professor Hawk. Yeah, that's real. You know what I mean? He's like calling everybody tiny for some reason. Did you notice that? He could yeah. call everybody small or tiny. It was weird. And then he, they have the whole exchange with him and Ant-Man and the kids. And he's like, hey, do you want a picture with me? And he's like, I'm Ant-Man. They're like, who? What? What do you? And then whatever. But why he was disappointing to me was that he didn't he didn't get a rematch with Thanos. And that really disappointed me. I, I agree completely. Um, in that final battle, he almost didn't do anything. Yeah. Yes, he had the moment where he realized he was the only one strong enough to snap his fingers with the gauntlet and survive it and yada yada. And that's all fine and dandy, but <laughs> I just wanted to see him fight Thanos again. And now it's like, you got your ass handed to you. And you're telling me, like, I was, this is what I was hoping. I was hoping that the brain and the brawn would come together in the sense of like, he's no longer just a brute swinging because by the end of Thor Ragnarok, he was more skilled in combat. Like he had been training. He had been practicing, even though he wasn't fully intelligent, he had become more of like an actual warrior, not just this monster that smashes, you know? So I thought once he became fully intelligent and he still kept that training, then it would be like, no, I I took the brain and I took the brawn and I put them together. And like now he can fight like Thanos fought him at the beginning of Infinity War of like strategic, like 
ducking and dodging and hitting certain areas and vital spots and things like that to take down his opponent. I thought it would be something more along the lines of that, and it, it wasn't even close. We didn't even get anything like that. So I was like, Yeah, no, not at all. What the fuck is this? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. And then, you know what? Professor Hulk's cool and all, but I don't know if I want to see the rest of Hulk and MCU as Professor Hulk. I like, don't. I didn't feel like we got enough of Hulk. Yeah. And not have Professor Hulk. Like, it's a, it's a whole different vibe to him. And, you know, this movie also didn't really explain why Hulk wouldn't come out in the rest of Infinity War. Nope, it didn't. It just didn't even it's acknowledge. Just it just right continued on. He's just, all right, now it's Professor Hulk, and he's smart, and he's just in the Hulk body, and he's... So for some reason, Bruce Banner Hawk knows about time travel and how that works. Yeah. What that's to do with like gamma rays in his study field. I have no freaking idea. Mm-hmm. But. And I mean, I, we didn't need a whole scene dedicated to the explanation of why Hawk didn't come out. He could have just said it like briefly, like in that in, in the scene where he was talking about how he combined the brain with the brawn. Like he could explain like, you know. After what happened to Hulk uh, with Thanos, like, Hulk didn't want to come out for this reason. I had to negotiate with him. You know, like, we could have just got some kind of explanation as to, like, what happened. Like, yeah, we didn't see this whole movie. Like, what's going on? And just just nothing. And it's like, in this movie, we had to see nothing but the Hulk, but we didn't get to see him really do any Hulk-ass things. Yeah. And, And, you know, there's been different variations of, like, intelligent Hulk in the comic books and in like TV, like animated TV shows and stuff where it's like, there's been times where like, he's not full blown professor Hulk. Like he's more like Thor Ragnarok Hulk, but just imagine like, so if we're comparing him to like a two or three year old in, in Ragnarok Hulk, compare him to more of like a, like a teenager, right? Where he's like, he's still the Hulk. He's not Bruce Banner, but he's a Hulk who understands that like he, he has the knowledge of Bruce Banner, of like a, a super genius, right? So right. we've seen instances where like the Hulk's like telling people about gamma radiation. They're like, "What? What?" And he's like, "Did you forget? Like, I'm a I'm a fucking expert on this. Like, I'm not <laughs> like I get it. I'm the Hulk, but like I am still an expert on gamma rate. Like Banner is an expert on gamma radiation, which means I'm an expert on it. So I know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? We we get a a smarter Hulk where Bruce Banner didn't take over. It's still the Hulk, just more intelligent. And I feel like I would have more so liked to see that than this full, like, Professor Hulk thing. Right. I agree completely. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, Hulk was I hope something happens and they kind of revert back. But yeah. I feel like that's a little bit of wishful thinking. Yeah. And then, you know, to be honest, who, who knows how much more of the Hulk we're going to actually see? You know what I mean? I think we're supposed to see a whole bunch. Really? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know at all. I think we're supposed to see him in like three more movies. Really? Yeah, because I remember the original plan when they started with Ragnarok is they can't give Hulk his own movie, so they're going to have him spread out in other people's movies. And it was supposed to be like eight different movies he was supposed to be in. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So then we got Thor and Captain America. Two biggest arcs of the movie. Of shit, the entire MCU, if you really want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's Thor, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Yeah, true. I don't know why I'm leaving him out. Yeah, well, who? What did I just say? You just said 
Thor and Captain America. I meant to say, my bad. I meant to say Iron Man and Captain America. That's oh, what I meant okay. to say. Because we already talked about Thor. Yeah. Like I said. And, uh, you know, I, I like the dual wielding hammer Thor. Like, Stormbreaker in one hand, Mjolnir in the other hand. The freaking long beard with the twist and everything. I, I didn't mind that Thor. I was like, you know what? That's yeah, not I mean, terrible. That, that part was, you know, this, the ending scene in general. And that's a whole section. But the beginning of the ending scene where we got to see Thor and Captain America and Iron Man go after Thanos, just the three of them, I thought was an awesome scene. It was my favorite was like scene of the whole movie. The three big heroes that started this whole universe are now together working yeah. just the three of them. I guess Thanos, they're going to work together as a team. It was great. It was my favorite scene. And I don't remember exactly what was said, but when Thor was standing there and then you see Cap come back and you see Iron Man come up and like, Iron Man's like, or Cap, somebody asked Thor, like, so what's he been doing? What has he been doing? And he's like, absolutely nothing. And they're like, well, you, you guys ready? <laughs> like, he's like, you know, it's probably a trap, right? And like, yeah, well, Let's go we're still going to do this anyway, aren't we? <laughs> and Thor's like, just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. And then he fucking summons both of his, <laughs> his hammer and his axe. And I'm just like, that was so great. That was so. Yeah, great of just like they they know like they're on a mission of like and again here's one again here's one of those moments where like they don't hold back about killing they're just like no we we need to kill this guy like there's no if ands or buts about it thanos needs to die and he needs to die now and they don't care they're like we don't have the backup we don't we don't know where everybody else is all we know is that it's us and he's sitting right there he doesn't have the stones yet. We don't even know where they really... They know that Hawkeye or somebody has them, but they're like, he doesn't have them yet. This is our opportunity to kill him. Like, this is it. Yep. And if we die here, then so be it. But we got to take this chance. I love it. I'm like, that's so great. It was so... Epic. It was such a great start to arguably the most epic scene in the MCU ever yeah did you like the conclusion did you whose arc do you feel like was more satisfying captain america or iron man's or do you feel like they were equal that's tough man it was it's very tough um to be honest going into this movie i think in my head especially even during the movie i kind of had in my head that captain america was gonna die me too um, and especially cause when I saw that Iron Man had a kid, I was like, you know what? I kind of hope Iron Man gets his ever happy ever after. Like, I hope yeah. he makes it back to this. He just retires as Iron Man, lives the rest of his day of Pepper Potts and this kid. Like, I was kind of hoping for it. It's more in Cap's character, right? Like if anybody was going to sacrifice himself, it was going to be Cap. If I'm being honest with you, I thought, I thought it'd be Cap or I thought it'd be both. I never thought that it'd be just Iron Man. Right. I thought it was going to be either. By one. the end, to me, like it like kind of like made a sense yeah. that it was Iron Man, but like definitely all the way up until the even in the final battle when like everybody's down and like the whole army comes and it's just Captain America standing there. Like I actually stood up in my seat and I was like, man, this is the moment he's gonna die right now. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, this is it. He's gonna go out and he's gonna go out. He's gonna go out swinging, but he he he's gonna die. Like so when it happened, I was just like, wow, that's crazy but yeah i think they both had really 
satisfying arcs. We saw, and this is skipping to the end, but you know, but we saw Cap get to live out his days, and and Iron Man like Pepper Pot said finally got to rest. And dude, that was, it was I mean, it was yeah. great. It was it was poetic. You know what I mean? It was. I like, mean, wow. we kind of got to see Iron Man like he he went out. He's the greatest hero. Nobody's yeah. ever gonna top what he did. You can't. And then we saw Captain America kind of get his happy ever after. Yeah. Although I feel like he probably outlived his wife and he's on his own right now. That's but true. Whatever. And maybe he had kids. We who got knows? the flip flop, right? We got Captain America who who did basically lose his life. He he spent ninety years in the he gave he made that sacrifice ninety plus years ago to save not not the whole world, but New York, right? And right. he lost everything. He didn't die, but he lost everything. And then even though he was back, he he didn't feel like he had a real place in the world. So all he knew was missions and like protecting and like he didn't really live a life. He was just he was always out to help whoever whoever needed help. And then you had Iron Man who lived this rich, spoiled kid's life. He grew up with wealthy parents and he went to the best schools and, you know, he was a genius and a playboy and a philanthropist and yada, yada. We know the whole speech. Right. And, you know, he didn't he didn't care about the consequences of his actions. He was selling weapons to to these third world countries and people were dying because of him. Not directly, but he didn't know he was selling. It. Yeah, That's I know. The, whole plot of the first movie, not directly, but indirectly, people were dying because of him and he decided to like make a change. And even when he did make a change, he was still very arrogant and like selfish about what he was doing. And Captain America in the first Avengers told him like, you're not that guy. Are you, you're not that guy to lay down on the line and let the next guy walk over you. Uh, and like Iron Man, which I thought was interesting. Cause a lot of people have been talking about like the nod to that. And like, this movie shows that he is, but in that movie he showed he did too, because he didn't know he was gonna survive when he grabbed the no, nuke yeah, and put into the hole. Like, yeah, so you can't take that away from what uh, he was willing in the first movie to make that sacrifice. He was, and it also played into this because he was willing to make that sacrifice in the first movie. He was also willing to make that sacrifice in the second movie, in the second Avengers. So he already twice he was willing to do it. He was almost trying to live this self fulfilled prophecy of like. I'm going to die doing this. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's more so what it was. And ultimately he did, but he did it to save not just a city, not just, you know, half of half of a country, like to save half of the universe. Like, like you said, like, he I mean, went at that point, as the ultimate hero, at that point, it was the whole universe. Yeah, you're right. Because Thanos was gonna yeah, he, kill. He said everybody. he was like, "No, I gotta wipe this universe down to ashes and rebuild it." Basically, so yeah, right. It's crazy. So he, he had a beautiful arc. I, I don't know. All right. Well, I think we're gonna go to part two. We gonna do a part two? Yeah, we're gonna do a part two to this episode. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, "They can reach us at Close Calls Pod." They can go on our Instagram. They can go on our uh, Facebook. They can go on our Twitter. They can hit us up on Gmail. Um, our close call is going to be on our part two, so don't be thrown off by that not being here. Yeah, true. But, uh, you know, a little preview for our next episode. We're going to talk about the ending. Yeah, third act, basically. Um, 
Yeah, I mean that 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 whole third act, man. You know what? That is like an hour and a half by itself. Yeah, too, that's. So. So we're going to talk about the third act. We're going to talk about what's going to, you know, what we think is going to come next, what movies we know that are going to come next, what the big threat can be in our next episode. So uh, check us out on the next part two of Endgame. Yeah, Endgame Review. All right, guys. Well, we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye. Bye.